So, Alan, I took my kid to the circus last weekend. You sound like a better dad than me. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was the circus. Um, <laughs> so he really, really, really wanted to ride the camels. So I was like, no, you're not going to ride the camels. The line's really long. I don't want to ride the camels. So Okay, I, I'm sounding better as a dad. Oh, good. So he rode the ponies. That was all we had time for. And he was okay with not riding the camels. But he talked about it like the entire night. So long story short, the camel bucked the very next day at the last show and broke a little girl's arm. So I think I'm an excellent dad for avoiding camels and circuses. They got about a year left, I think. I mean, when it comes to bucking, you don't want to be the one bucked by the camel. <laughs> no, you want to be the one bucking the camel. You want to be the bucker. <laughs> Always. Do you love books and booze? Do you like themed food? Do you like a mixture of high and lowbrow? Well then, welcome to Loaded Literature. We're your hosts. I'm Victoria. I'm Hale. And I'm Anya. This podcast began as a book club that expanded beyond our reading room. We cover one book in a month and break it down by analysis, background context, and adaptions. All of which will be paired with alcohol and food. So please come join our book club. Episodes air Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on social media at LoadedLiteraturePodcast.com, uh, Loaded Lit Pod on Twitter, or Loaded Literature on Instagram. We all have our own individual social media, so please follow us there as well, and come join the conversation. It's time. Time for a thrilling story of romance. Adventure mystery anything with an expired copyright it's time for another interrupted tale hello and welcome to the show that usually ends another episode of interrupted tales the podcast where my friend and i take turns reading stories to you the listener while the other person constantly interrupts as always, I am Rob, and I'm joined tonight by the Dom to my Brian, Alan. How are you, Alan? What kind of newsletter are you on that you find out the state of the camels in the circus? <laughs> it was major news here. Was it? Yeah, you know, animal bugs. It was, it was the funniest. Well, this is both the best thing and the worst thing about the circus. There was one protester, and it was kind of sad. <laughs> But, oh, well. but she turned out to be right. So yeah, she sure did, didn't she? Good for her. Good for her. Well, speaking of parenthood this week, Alan, we've got a sci-fi tale of parenthood from the June 1952 episode of Thrills Incorporated magazine. I don't know. Did you intern at Thrills Incorporated? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I applied, but their uh, unpaid internship was uh, pretty boring. You know, I, I enjoy their stories, but it's they're a little too corporate, man. Just a little too corporate. Uh, this week's story is Radia Riddle by the wonderfully named Wolf Herschelt. 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 Mm. Which means hair shirt in German. Huh, I did not know that. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's true now because I said it on a podcast. So now it's time to grab your favorite German drink and curl up in your favorite German design chair while we read you this week's tale. I think that's uh, apple corn 
And uh, <laughs> no, they're all Swedish. I don't. Yeah, no, they're only doing Swedish chairs. Martin and Brenda Perry were in trouble with the Council for Education. Their son, Willis, had been handed to them from the incubator, guaranteed to be of standard AAA. And at the age of four, he was rated only as AA. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm not a childologist, but I do believe four is roughly the age where most children graduate from alcohol to automobiles, so there's still time to... <laughs> Get that extra A. <laughs> it's true. My my kid's been uh, been going through the steps for a while now, and uh, yep. you know it's uh, then, it's tough on a toddler. And suddenly, free towing. <laughs> the Council for Education insisted that the loss of mental vitality in Willis was due to the faulty way in which they had nurtured him during his four years in the care of his parents. Well, nobody said we shouldn't let him sleep on the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> he loves it. It's nice and warm. It gives off those soothing vibrations. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's lovely. Tumorific is what that is. Mm. The council's decision was that Willis should go to school for the correction of backwardness in children. Let's turn these kids from moonwalkers into... Forward moonwalkers. Did that have a name? Prep. <laughs> At the correction uh, of backwardness in children prep, uh, we turn the students' lives around. We literally <laughs> just turn them around. They walk forward. We call it a day. <laughs> 43K a year. And no, we do not offer financial assistance. <laughs> because the best love is 180 degrees of love. Yeah, hmm. that's a good slogan <laughs> for a bad school. <laughs> Consequently, the Perrys were in disgrace among their friends, for it was antisocial of them to have neglected their child's upbringing. Ah, but those Fortnite victories aren't going to royale themselves. You think a four-year-old's going to make money streaming that? Unless... Oh, hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. <laughs> Actually, they hadn't been remiss at all. What they had done was to read a history of the days of the year 2000. Just reading old transcripts of Late Night with Conan <laughs> O'Brien episodes. <laughs> uh, year 2000. And from it, they had learned of the family relationships of old times. From it, too, had grown a yearning in the couple to have such a family. A family where there was affection and respect between parents and children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think you'll find those filed under historical fantasy. <laughs> that narrow section of historical fantasy right over there. It's right between uh, Game of Thrones mm -hmm. and the rise and fall of the Third Reich. I'm sorry. Whoa, what? I trying to think of an historical Hey, keep book. your fantasies to yourself, Rob. <laughs> Somebody take this down. Mm. Mm. Oh, I got to go post that on my favorite subreddit. Um, so at the age of four, Willis Perry was enrolled in a school for the correction of backward children. Also, 
Martin and Brenda Perry were ordered to attend a series of lectures on child health. They were reminded again that at four years of age, a boy should be able to fully grasp the immaterial equation. Are you sure we need to learn it? I mean, uh, I, don't, I, hmm. I can't think of a circumstance where we would need to apply the immaterial equation to the situation. It just never seems germane to the issue at hand. <laughs> yeah, plus it's... Uh... It's not admissible in court, so mm -hmm. really just seems like a waste of time. Yeah, I agree. Also, he should be able to apply the equation in his play relationships. Uh, yes, I remember the equation now. It's uh, 2 cool plus 2B <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then there's a little algebra to it also. There was, Is there? Uh, yeah, it was C, U, next fall. And the next fall was some kind of integer. I, I, I never really got very far in math. I can tell. <laughs> Many other things also came from the series of lectures. Until the Perrys realized that in the four years since they had last attended such lectures, much had been changed. And much more was expected from AAA children. Uh, have they seen some of these AAA kids play ball? I mean... <laughs> Yeah. If you just barely made the cut for the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, I think you'd better lower those great expectations. <laughs> oh, the Rail Riders. They were they were great in their last game against the Mud Skippers. Yeah. <laughs> so great. It's it's like all the excitement of going out to a major league ball game with less of the traffic. <laughs> and five dollar hot dogs. So much more that Brenda gripped Martin's arm and whispered. It's too much, Martin. It's too much for Willis. Don't talk like that, whispered her husband anxiously. If you were overheard, I might be dismissed from the parade. And then who would copy edit the What America Eats edition? Ask Marilyn? I don't think so. Don't walk away from me, Brenda. We're the nation's most widely thrown away magazine by volume. Uh, some people don't even know we're there they just tossed the whole sunday and then didn't even realize it not howard huge fans yeah <laughs> they're there every week for his wacky misadventures i feel like i'm 80 years old right now. <laughs> oh parade magazine for the first week willis didn't seem to change at all true he could answer the questions correctly but he didn't seem to understand the idea of the immaterial equation. Common core much? No. <laughs> <laughs> Children, in order to demonstrate how much you've learned about the immaterial equation, we're going to have a debate. Now, Willis, you will have the con position explaining how our modern society could even exist without it. And the pro immaterial equation position will be taken by Astra, who will be performing Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> That's the equation. I get it now. Hey, by the way, Parade Magazine really insists <laughs> that it's America's most, uh, I Thro think, throw it away widely back. distributed. <laughs> Could you imagine if we Hold became on. the only... <laughs> here's, here's what they would like you to think. The most widely read magazine in the U.S. In the U.S. Do they still have um, ads for the jitterbug phone on the back? 
That's the wrong, that's the wrong audience. Can you imagine if we were the only podcast sponsored by Parade Magazine? Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Their readership may have actually read these stories back in the day. And I'd like to thank our sponsorship, Parade Magazine, <laughs> and also for their partnership that allows us to put our podcast directly on the jitterbug phones <laughs> right next to the 911 emergency that's dial. Right. And the button where you get tech help on how to add contacts of your granddaughter. Uh, We got a button right on there. Ah, the jitterbug. We're the voodoo. (laughs) The voodoo. Of podcasts. We we got a button whether you want it or not. Why is there a voodoo button? Who's in that voodoo button? Who's using voodoo? Voodoo listeners, please tell us you exist. Also, Voodoo, we are looking for more sponsorships. Get your name out there. I'm willing to figure out what the hell you are for a sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) Then, about the middle of the second week he had been enrolled at the correction school, Willis showed an amazing grasp of the idea of matter without material. It was almost frightening to Brenda and Martin to see their small son closing his eyes, twisting up his forehead in concentration, and then slowly melting out of sight, but talking to them as he did so. Are you kidding me with another fucking invisible person story? (laughs) If there is a goddamn magic act or a banana in this story, so help me rob. I will burn this podcast to the ground and permanently, permanently delete the iTunes reviews for it. No, not the reviews, Helen. Not the reviews. Yes, all two of them. That's our legacy. <laughs> oh, boy. By the oh. way, if you do review iTunes, <laughs> review us on iTunes, remember, uh-huh. we will send you a free Jelly the Gelatinous Cube pin along with a postcard and many other free swag items. So. Go ahead and review us. Right. Before we delete them all in a fit of rage. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. (sighs) But within two days, his face was no longer torn with worry and concentration as he came to grips with the problem of disappearing into immaterial matter and then materializing again when he was weary of the sport. Uh, The perks of being a wallflower. (laughs) Just turn it on and off like that. Is that the perk? I guess so. I don't know. Nobody (laughs) notices when you're there. Nobody notices when you're not. Come and try a little. Nothing (laughs) is forever. Oh, I think we. Me and Cinderella. I have to pay for that. (laughs) That Dylan family, they're. uh, I ain't paying the Dylan shit. (laughs) Come at me, bro. That's right. We are officially starting our beef with the Wallflowers. Also, Dylan McDermott. Eddie Dillons. Eddie Dillons. Alive. Dillons. They started that feud with Dylan Thomas. It went nowhere. <laughs> oh, Martin. In Dylan. my litigation, <laughs> of a sullen art, exercised in the still night, when only the lawyers rage... And the barristers lie, their griefs within their arms. God, so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Martin, Brenda sighed. Whatever possessed us to yearn for the things that are ancient? I think I understand, Martin said slowly, as if trying to grapple with thoughts he hardly dared think. 
I believe it is something deep, something inside a man and a woman, the sort of thing that makes a bird stay with its nest, even when the danger is great. Hmm. I think they found out what the appendix does. Oh. Yes, it's very, very specific. Well, it is the future. And confusing. (laughs) It just hangs off your intestine like that. It's kind of Hey, it's the thing, the bird in the nest. (laughs) Perhaps you you feel an ache somewhere in the stomach here, queried his wife softly. Well, a little lower. A little lower. Oh. No, my feet. Run oh, my feet. Got it. Got it. <laughs> he nodded. There was no need for more words, for that ache made them understand. Oh, the corns? Oh, my God. Oof. <laughs> you Kristen. are a miracle worker. Thank you. <laughs> Martin reached out his hand and took that of his wife and held it firmly as he whispered, At least we know. At least we understand. Uh... Is that something you'd like to share with the rest of the class? Maybe let the rest of us know what's so important we're reading a story about when we have no idea what's going on? Well, it's aches and um, kids who can turn invisible. Okay, sure. That's a story, right? I think, too, that Willis also understands, Brenda said quietly. I think he knows what we are all losing. Is he going to tell us? Is someone going to tell us? Someone please key us in. Hmm. Hmm. Is there a, like, omniscient narrator somewhere here that knows what the goods are? Where's Rod Serling when we really, really need him? (laughs) He could have turned these three pages into an easy 24 minutes. But suddenly, they were interrupted by an exultant cry of delight from the hall of their apartment. Nintendo 64! (laughs) Nintendo 64, oh my god, thank you! Thank you! Oh my god! Oh my god! Thank you! Together they ran out, and Willis stopped short, and his face became suddenly grave when he saw them. But just a moment later, he was rushing towards them, and his eyes were dancing with a feverish light. Mother, father, he cried eagerly, look! Oh, look what I have now! Wow, the talk, okay, wow, I was not prepared for it. Okay, but Willis, what you've got is it's perfectly natural and healthy and it'll go away on its own as long as you never touch it or think about it or wake up in the mornings. <laughs> this is why more people should have their kids listen to the podcast. These are life lessons they're going to not get anywhere else, Alan. Hey, if you're not comfortable having the talk with your kids and would like to Maybe have two podcasters make jokes about it in a way that's <laughs> offhand, but maybe enough for them to get the gist. Yeah. Interrupted tales. In his small hand, he carried the tiny instrument with ease. Mm-hmm. Oh, On the small metal plate at the top was printed in cold words, Radio Riddle. To receive your old license of ham, you must solve a short rhyming exam. A change not in strength, but of speed is my band. Or advice on a daddy who's both cut and tanned. Come now, Rob, think carefully. Okay, all right. This is your sole chance, your sole chance, unless you pay another $15 and waste a Saturday morning again, okay? FM, 
The portal is open. Yeah. I dub the K5 MPH, the <laughs> fastest operator in Brownsville, Texas. Yes, that is a real call <laughs> sign that I looked up. Don't ever say we don't do research for this podcast. <laughs> and we'd like to thank our newest sponsor, Hammond Magazine, for uh, for <laughs> sponsoring that bit. And of course, bring in the ham. You looked at the answer, didn't you? I did. I did. I looked at the back of the page. That sucks, man. That sucks. I I invented an entire ham radio riddle. (laughs) We should have left it open. It'd been like, if you know the answer to the riddle, write in (laughs) and you'll win our scorn. No, not that. Brenda cried, reaching a hand to snatch the thing away from her son. That is only for triple X children, Willis. But mother, I'm triple X now. I think he means X now. <laughs> for I have spritzed my chest with dark temptation and doused my nethers in sport blast. Are those are those actual I did research. I keep telling you. <laughs> This podcast is on the fucking up and up. <laughs> Again. We're not going to give you fake axe smell names. Fake smell names like uh, Engorge or Dark Crescent. Those are fake. Mine are real. <laughs> it, Look it up. Cried the boy. <laughs> I am the axe riddler. <laughs> Knoweth thou thou the fragrant fetid spray that passed before your nose? Answer these, these riddle three. Say unto me its special marketing trademark. Uh, Okay, I better get this right. All right, I got to get through. The name? Say skank and pass. Of the latest fragrance is Skanktoberfest. N- no, no. Oh, no. 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 Sorry, you, you, you weren't going to make it into the club anyway. Sorry. Aww. No, I was just teasing. I'm not cool enough to wear Axe body spray. Hmm? Cried the boy excitedly. That was classified today. G14 classified. G14. G14. I know. Wink. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you'd be proud of me, mother. And you too, father. Just watch. Do you know how easy it is to play radio? It's easy. Oh, another clicker game, huh? Goddamn kids. You know, back in my day, the only thing we clicked pointlessly were cookies. Mm. And maybe cows. And sometimes candy boxes, and that's it. Just Those are the away. only things we clicked over and over with a mouse. <laughs> now you just tap a screen. It's ridiculous. So sad. Triple AX, gasped Martin Perry, as if he had had a death sentence passed on him. What if he forgets? He made another attempt to snatch the thing away from the boy, but... Willis danced back away from his father and mother and laughed his delight as he suddenly turned a small dial on the tiny black instrument in his hand. In that instant, 
He had disappeared from their sight, and the long hall was buzzing and hissing with a myriad grouping of glowing dots, around which hissed concentric circles of hissing light. Uh-huh. Okay. A little literary experiment here, mm-hmm. Rob. Uh, would you mind going back? You read that sentence again, but uh, replace the word hiss with smurf. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, like go this. ahead. In that instant, he had disappeared from their sight. And the long hall was buzzing and smurfing with a myriad grouping of glowing dots, around which smurfed concentric circles of smurfing light. <laughs> yep. Yep. That, that did it for me. This is one smurfed up story, Alan. Yeah, it sure is. All you have to do is solve the riddle, cried Willis's voice from the nothingness. Do you see it? There was still the note of childish excitement in the boy's voice as the man and woman stood there, staring at the patterns being woven by the hissing, smurfing circles Just, of light. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All their energy was being used to concentrate on those patterns. Somewhere in that maze was the key, the symbol which would allow them to solve the riddle. Yes, yes, the symbol. That's what all of us gunters are looking for. I guess, I don't know, I fell asleep waiting for the Iron Giant. <laughs> Does he come in at some point? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I missed him. I don't know what a gunter is. <laughs> I guess I know what the Iron Giant is. Somewhere, but where? Oh, but you're slow, Willis cried at them. Do hurry. I can't wait to make it harder. Okay, Willis. I uh, I see our first talk didn't exactly get the point across. So. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just military it camp for you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Isn't it exciting, Mother? Yes, darling. Brenda replied, using that strange word she had picked up from her reading. But there was no excitement in her voice; only the dull, fearful weight of terror and the heavy breathing of her husband seemed to enhance that terror. Oh, <laughs> oh this is scary, isn't it? I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I, I, uh... That's what they call... <laughs> it's pretty frightening. Don't you think it's pretty frightening? <laughs> hey. Hey. How's it going? I think uh, I think we're gonna have. A, I don't think the parade people are gonna like that, Alan. That's all I'm saying. I love how glossy the cover is. <laughs> oh, Marilyn von Savant. It was as if their combined efforts were as nothing before the dancing, hissing circles which wove their fantastic patterns before them. Uh. Leffler's Law 105. Always run an antivirus scan on any games you pick up on Ryza. Oh, Robin Leffler, I love you. Well, I did love you. It's really starting to freak me out, Wesley. <laughs> I'll give you a hint, came Willis's impatient voice. What is the quotient of immaterial X? I'm pretty sure Immaterial X is one of Cool Keith's aliases. It's like Fly Ricky, the wine taster's evil twin. I don't know, but it's time for me to exit Immaterial Exit. Yep, yep, you got it. Of course, gasped Martin. 
perspiration dripping over his dark glasses from his forehead. You're at point K-18. <laughs> K-18 is the far less popular NBA video game franchise. <laughs> a lot less dunking. A lot more Norman invasions. Still the same amount of microtransactions in the my career mode, though. <laughs> Gotta get them VCs. It's somehow still better than K-18, the Widowmaker. <laughs> yep. See? See, Willis cried. It's just like I said. It's easy. Now I'll give you a hard one. Wait. Oh, boy, Willis. <laughs> give it to you, Alan. No. Whether you like it or not. Listen. <laughs> Phrasing. Wait. Brenda cried desperately. Didn't they tell you what can happen if... If you make a navigational error in plotting your course back? It'll say rerouting, rerouting. <laughs> Just won't shut up. <laughs> I know we're rerouting, okay? I can't make a new turn here. <laughs> shut up. Willis laughed excitedly at that. Of course they did, he replied impatiently. Don't tell, don't tell ways I said that either, Google. I don't want them to know. <laughs> Okay, I don't normally get road rage like that, okay? <laughs> don't put that in the database. I'm sorry, read that again. <laughs> of course they did, he replied impatiently. Yeah, you'll just end up in the cornfield. Won't that be great? Oh, no, not the cornfield, Alan. That's a good day. <sighs> it's right that you did that, Willis. It's good <laughs> that you that you gave us a hard one. <laughs> Oh, but I know all the major, <laughs> but I know all the major courses by heart and the others are so easy to solve. Why? All you need is the equation for immaterial Y. <laughs> Watch out, Rob. He's learned multivariate calculo nonsense. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, level 102 calculo nonsense. But are you sure you remember? Asked Brenda anxiously. Of course. Of course I remember. I'll show you. Do you think Newton or Leibniz was really the the true inventor of calculus nonsense? You're going to have to give me a mathematician. <laughs> okay. Um, is Captain Crunch a mathematician? <laughs> Surely you're joking, Professor Trevino. <laughs> All right, Mr. Feynman. Okay. I'll show you. This is a hard one. <laughs> the boy's voice said quickly as he manipulated the tiny dial on the tiny instrument in his hand. Uh, Johnny Ive insists that you call it a digital crowd, Rob. Please, <laughs> please go back, please. No. Oh. He was gone. Gone as he had been gone last time. And the spinning, intersecting lines and arcs of the concentric circles of light seemed to fill the whole hall, till the Perrys were dizzy from trying to watch them. I'm really disappointed you didn't have the courage to call it a digital crown, Rob. <laughs> it's not about courage, Alan. It's about sticking to my convention, convention of it. It's about sticking to my convictions. Oh, and yeah, sure. About 3.5 millimeter jacks. Uh -huh. No, I, it's, I'm just not going to buy it until they could bring it back. And it's coming back, Alan. It's coming back. All right, give me the line one more time, please. This is a really long line. <clears throat> oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was gone. Hey, hey, ladies, 
gentlemen, all 13 of you. Oh, we love you. We're not going to be able to do this next <laughs> joke. I'm really sorry, but uh, we're too big. We're too important for us to reread lines now. So fine. I'll, really fantastic one coming up. But I'll uh, do what the common people want, Alan. Oh, <laughs> fine, I'll reread. Common it. people <clears throat> like you. <laughs> he was gone, gone as he had been gone last time. And the spinning, intersecting lines and arcs of the concentric circles of light seemed to fill the whole hall till the Perrys were dizzy from trying to watch them. I used to think that I'd thrown up, but you really haven't thrown up until you play Polybius in VR. <laughs> oh, this is made for throwing up. And... For minutes on end, there was silence, as the couple concentrated all their efforts on seeing the key to the riddle. But although they twice thought they had found it, there came only an extra shriek of laughter when they called the answer. Uh... Four? <laughs> that's actually, that's right. Oh, They're fantastic. <laughs> that's amazing. Because I only had maybe six more options. It's a triple AX riddle, Willis cried proudly a little later. No, shrilled Brenda. No, Willis. We're only triple A, your mother and I, Martin tried to explain. Actually, uh, technically, I only have four years of AAA. I'm 12 credits short of a AAA BS, but, uh, I mean, they usually don't look when I, when I apply for jobs, you know? No. No. As they... long as it's on there. They don't sure. Yeah. Sure. We can't solve it, son. Martin called anxiously. Come back. It's too hard for us. All right, you two babies, Willis laughed. I told you it was hard. Here I come. There was a pause, during which the hissing of spinning lines of light seemed like thunderous noises of generators and decomposers. I so we're just going to we're going to give Willis a pass on that. OK, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Then out of the silence came a tiny voice calling unhappily. Mother, mother. I can't remember the equation for immaterial Y. I can't remember. I thought it was going to be an open book death riddle quiz. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's think a closed we'd... book death riddle quiz. I didn't I'm... think we'd have to learn any dates for this. <laughs> His voice rose in a wild, shrill scream of terror as he called on Brenda. The room was a dazzling haze of conflicting patterns. Oh, finally, the world sees shabby chic for the eye vomit. It really is. <laughs> no, but I love my kidney bean-shaped coffee table, Alan. Oh, take your ship lap and throw it out. <laughs> a sparkling hiss. Uh, again, please. A sparkling smurf outlined the man and his wife as they tensed there, seemingly suspended in space. Mother! shrilled the child's voice again. Quickly! Oh, quickly, I got it wrong! A young kid admitting he was wrong. Truly, this is fictional science! science. <laughs> I can't remember, sobbed the man, doubling up suddenly for the tension became too much for his nerves. I can't remember. Then, more terrible than all the smurfing, 
Yes. Sizzling. Okay. <laughs> Sizzling. Great. We didn't have to start over. Oh, wait a minute. I messed up the line. Start over. Then more terrible than all the smurfing. <laughs> all right. Now I'm laughing. Start over. Then more terrible than all the smurfing. Now I've just thought of a smurf riddle. <laughs> Oh, sizzling of the spinning circles of light, which had interwoven their patterns in a complex pattern of light and shade. There was silence. Silence just for a few hundredths of a second. It was over suddenly. Everything was over. Their life together, their happiness, their hopes for their son were all finished. Jeez, well, all I said was I was thinking of majoring in music theory. <laughs> Out! Band to uh, the non-existential plane for that, I guess. That's that's not immaterial. Why? That's tenacious D kind of talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they finished on one final terrified scream from the empty air, and then Willis Perry had gone. Two sobbing figures lay huddled on the floor of the Perry's apartment. Brenda and Martin Perry had failed to solve the radio riddle, and their son had failed to remember correctly. The navigational error and Willis Perry had spun into the unknown ether, beyond the limits of recall, gone with a scream into the nothingness where no equations applied. Except, of course, no child left behind <laughs> equals false. The end. <laughs> You know, it's never really occurred to me, but that uh, that that little sting, musical sting, is kind of mm -hmm. half Christmas Carol, half IMAX announcement at the beginning of a film, and it's all royalty free. <laughs> <laughs> well, much like uh, this story, Alan, it didn't cost ooh, us anything boy. but time. Um, this is free of a lot of things. Yeah, what the hell was going on with this I one? I don't know. Why were they learning the skill? Why did he have a box? Why did he have that dial thing? What the hell was going on? Why were they learning old stuff? Uh, why were they on the outs with their friends? Right. Well, what, what kind of future parade could he work for? <laughs> All I know is that it's going to be trouble. Right oh. here in Future City. What I don't know is what, is, what do you think the moral of this story is? If you discover the secret to life, the universe, and everything, don't call it immaterial. That's just bad fucking marketing. <laughs> it's very true. Come up with something. I don't know. All I can Super think... Super material. I think... I think uh, so they were trying to teach their kid the old way. I think this is a subtle condemnation of homeschooling. Oh, yeah? Yeah, think about it. They're raising him from school at home. He tries mm -hmm. to go out to a real school, and then suddenly they find he just disappeared. So that's what I learned, at least. <laughs> and I hope our listeners learned a moral. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> and remember, Parade Magazine, the most widely read magazine in the U.S. You remember that. <laughs> Don't I... you forget it. <laughs> well, I think uh, it's time to put this to bed and... Uh, I hope everybody tunes in next time for another exciting interrupted 
An evil demon has been broadcasting requests for blood sacrifices at two megahertz above the citizen's bed. Do you A, report the demon for inappropriate content to the FCC? B, request the demon undergo the trial of peak envelope power restriction? Or C, trick question, demons are only eligible for Class C licenses? C, C. It's not a real fucking question. <laughs> Tell! Also, I'd like to apologize that we said fucking so many times. I blame Willis. Yeah, that little fucker really, really throws for a loop.